Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. What are you sons of bitches and bastards up to today? Gosh, today's November 7th, 2021. Couldn't have had a more beautiful weekend. Most of my time was spent out here with Bubba, the Bucks County Bear. Heading back through the countryside here, all these old homes and farmsteads and taking it all in. It's beautiful. Today I applied some varnish. I varnished the hell out of this fucking bear and it is a big ass bear. So that took a couple hours. Dropped the color down quite a bit. Knocked it down so that the bear looks brown. Looks like it's clearly made of wood. It's a friggin' hulk. Taking pics and video. A little multimedia with the bear adjacent my truck and it's just a match made in heaven so I'm not done I gotta come back out next weekend put the finishing touches on this fucker you know I hope you guys are having a great weekend, enjoying yourself. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Listen, before we get into the content proper, I want to share some motivation with you about this book that I'm reading now for the second time. I'm listening to it. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a chiropractor. And the book is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. It is really a sensible book. You know, this guy, he's my type of chiropractor. Knows his shit. He's got some philosophies. He's He can back all his stuff up. Basically what he's saying, this is a lot of it is um, motivational. A lot of his content is realizing, you know, maximizing your potential, like personal development. You know, there's a lot of folks that talk about how, oh, we just need to, like, believe. We just need to pray about it. We, I'm going to pray on it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, well, maybe, you know, we'll see if uh, things happen for a reason. You know, it's no doubt things happen for a reason. It would be great if we could be the reason that things happen. That's, that's good stuff right there. It's kind of a rephrasing of what he is talking about. So here's what he says. He talks about um, anatomy, physiology, all the way down to the quantum level. And he talks about things that I basically, uh, you know, uh, matter is, is a particle, it's energy, it's a particle. So it's physical, but it's not physical. I mean, there's a lot that, that he talks about that's going to be over the head of most people. But basically he talks about the tiniest parts that we can look at under a microscope, for instance, or even the, uh, you know, even beyond that, magnification, like an electron, scanning electron microscope and beyond. <clears throat> Things are very, very small. You know, we say that, okay, well, an atom, molecule, cell, tissue, organ system, well, even below the atomic level, there are things, parts, they're freaking so tiny that 
you know, it takes all the efforts, best efforts of science to really elucidate, to really see these things and understand them. There's still things we don't know, but the structure and function <clears throat> goes very, very small and very, very large. Think about like the size of a universe, right? So he's talking about the fundamental, you know, what things are made of, what life is made of. And long story short, there's some evidence that, you know, it's we are energy. You look at the atomic model, the stick and ball model, where you've got the electrons orbiting around a proton and neutron center, nucleus. We're mostly energy. You know, you look at an atomic model, or think about the solar system, it's mostly space. Right? So the human body is like that too. And everything that we see, these trees, the air we breathe, the you know everything is energy. We know that much. And so he's talking about how basically in breaking the habit of being ourselves. He says, cause and effect. Be the cause to create an effect. Like a lot of times we'll have a shitty day and we'll be like, all right, well, man, there's all these things. This is why that happened and this is why... This is why I always have shitty days, and this is the stuff, standard stuff at work, and, you know, such and such always annoys me, and this person, or that boss, or that employee, or whatever it is, where we spend our most time, most of our time, or our situation that we might be unhappy in. But there's this narrative that we're part of, and, you know, sometimes when things get really bad, when the stimulus is powerful enough, we'll be like, okay, something's got to give, i got to change. But a lot of the time, most of the time, we just kind of like continue doing the same things we do. The same patterns, the same behaviors, the same habits. And I talked about this last week. And so if you want to create, if you want to take action, you actually have and envision yourself, you know, realizing your dreams, changing your situation that you're always complaining about. You have to break the habit of being yourself. You have to break these patterns that you assume compulsively. It's hard. Look, it's it's very hard. But he's saying that you can't just, you know, hope about it. Or you can't just pray about it. You need to change your energy. You need to change your subconscious. You know, your feelings. So let's say, for instance, if you want something really bad, you want to better your situation. You want all these bad things to stop happening to you. It seems like that sometimes. How 
things just happen to us. The world, life just happens to us. Ah, it's just the way things are. Bad day. It's the way things go. And we perseverate on it. We continue to think about it, talk about it, complain about it. And then we don't get any... We, we, so we have a certain feeling. We feel a certain way about our life and about our work. And it becomes a pattern for us. And we don't change. We dare not change. We don't. We, we feel like, oh, maybe maybe if this happens, then things will be better. But the one, th- the only thing we can control is our point of view, is our outcome, is our the way we feel about a situation. Right? We say that, and it's million quotes about that how the only thing we can change is our response so he's basically saying change your response don't only change the way you 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 um, you know you you think change the way you feel like on a real visceral level decide that you're going to change your patterns and that you're not going to respond like this anymore. You're not going to get angry. You're not going to, you know, do the same things over and over again. Don't be don't fall for cause and effect. Cause and effect. You have power to control your situation in other words. A lot of people feel like they can't influence things. That's for sure. They feel like they can't. And even if they say they feel like they can, they don't. Because it's just rote, it's just habit. It's just their flow. It's their vibe. This is the roller coaster that I'm on. And it's just not true. So I'm listening to him and he's telling, he's talking about, you know, people say things are cause and effect. Why don't you cause and effect today? Right? You have the power. You know, he used the example of. Yeah, you know, when I have more time, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to lose this weight I've always wanted to lose. Finally going to lose it, drop those pounds. I'm finally going to get in the best shape of my life. want to have more time to do that. So all these things, you know, that are just in my way. They're always going to be in your way. So what the fuck are you waiting for? The answer is yourself. It's myself. You know, I do the same things. You hear me? Talking about how tired I am sometimes and how I never used to think about, the, you know, the weekend, you know, reprieve. And I'm just, you know, tired. I mean, it's true. And on one hand, it's a fact of life. It's, you know, we have, we have the things, as I spoke last of last week, We have our patterns that work for us. 
And when we find something that we feel works for us, we stick with it. That's only natural. That's a visceral, uh, primal tendency. You're in a situation, this is how you respond to it. This is how you, you know, you negotiate that situation. It's how you get out of a situation. It's how you come home with a favorable result, right? But don't let things be cause and effect. You know? Don't let life just happen to you. Cause and effect. Tomorrow. Decide that when you wake up, that you're going to deliberately do something that moves you in the direction that you want to go. What a simple, sensible, common sense way to live. And so I, I don't think we can hear these sorts of things enough. You know, I tell myself in different different versions of this all the time. I'm contemplating. You know, like um, I note I notice that as the week progresses and I get tired and I go through the you know all the the various whatever you know whatever that schedule looks like for you. As the week progresses, I start thinking about okay, about I'll, I'll be able to work on my bear. I'll be able to. Uh, you know, do this this weekend. We're going to the Eagles game on this date. We're gonna Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, schedule usually gets really busy this time of year. Schedule starts to drop off a little bit. You know, what about this? What about that? And the other thing, I got to be present, man. We have to be present in the moment, and we need to cause effects. You know, because all those little efforts, all those little actions they matter you know if we don't do it if we don't think it, if we don't want it if we don't constantly remind ourselves we're, you know, this is what I'm shooting for then we're fucked so I beseech you if you're at all interested in this sort of thing, and you should be, you should you should check this book out. Break the habit of being yourself. Gotta go quick. 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 Get your fucking ass moving, dick face. Yeah, you're slow, dude. You got a fucking big fast car, and you're slow. He's causing an effect right there. It's tough, as I said, right? Because this is what happens. You go out on the road, you're like, hey, I'm going to go here. All of a sudden, the friggin' sirens start going off, right? That's what life is like. You're on a path. You feel good. You've got a plan. 
you're on that path and then the sirens go off or there's a detour along the way. That's perfect. All these detours get in our way. Check out that book. It's good for you. He's going to talk about uh, meditation and all kinds of stuff like that where, you know, that's basically you quietly clearing your hard drive, erasing the unnecessary things, and anything that's going to get in your way from attaining your goals. God, if you want something else, you got to go after it. And I, I, look, I I don't necessarily want anything else. I'm very happy with my life. Now, there are aspects of it I need to improve, and I have goals, and I have ideas, things that, you know, don't necessarily represent a better life, have a good life, but we all need to you know, find ways to improve, to succeed, to make life interesting, right? self-development, personal development. What else? All right, so check out that book. Did the carving. Talk about the book. I'm heading down Broad Street, Lansdale right now. I stop in the office. It's my next thing. So it's only one friggin' 50. That's awesome because we got that extra hour. That's another thing he talks about is time. How we always feel like we don't have enough time. Imagine if we didn't feel like that. Imagine if we could... You know, like I like I talked to the, my, the client for the bear today. I said, yeah, he's retired. You know, I'll tell you what. Always always busy. And I knew that. You know, people that retired before me, they said that there's always going to be things that going on, things you need to do. It's true. We fill, we fill life with a, with a narrative. We will find things to go out and buy and things to fix and things to, to do. Now I'm going to do that now. I'm going to do this. He said, yeah, you know, he's busy. Not busier than ever, but he's busy. He goes, one thing is if he, you know, he says, the one thing, you can get lazy in retirement. You cannot get things done. He goes, but I'll tell you what, if I feel overwhelmed or there's something, you know, i got to mow the lawn, I'll just do it another day. It's nice to be able to have, to be able to massage your schedule a little bit. Manipulate it. Favorably, you know, so that you can manage all your shit. At your own pace. But it's true, you know. You'll find a way to fill that time. So then, all things being the same, during your work life and your retirement or whatever you got going on, shit, I know people who, you know, are long retired and they're always running around. It could be doctor's appointments, it could be errands, whatever. So we need to find ways to slow things down. So, I'm going to break right now. 
and go segue into my next content area, which is going to be interesting. All right, I'm back. Okay, I think we really need to cover this content area. This is about the vaccine mandate that uh, Biden came down with. Last week, I mean, pardon me if I'm munching on a little Robert Irvine freaking protein bar. Tastes like a Kit Kat. Better for you, though. So the vaccine mandate, President of the United States, their administration, mandating that, well, the military, of course, as well as any company with 100 employees or more, that everyone needs to be vaccinated. Also, there's a health care stipulation if you work with the, it looks like if you work with Medicare, all your employees need to be vaccinated. So what do you think about it? Of course our various realities are going to color our feelings on this. I work with Medicare. I work with insurance companies. I work with people who are older. I'm in healthcare. I'm vaccinated. And I got my boosters. I got all my shit. I'm doing what I need to do. Protect myself. Protect my family. Protect my patients. And I'm doing what is what is logical. You know, given these... past couple years, I'm almost done with the protein bar, given these past couple years, and the many stresses, you know, the stress has been ubiquitous, got the virus, we got the shutdowns, it's, it's affecting our business, it's affecting our world, our lives, how we spend our spare time, it's a sacrifice. It's no fun. It sucks. You know, today I went to Lowe's this, or Home Depot this morning. I'm in fucking overalls that I have never washed. Maybe I'll wash them tonight. So I look more raggedy than anybody. Okay? 
I'm a mess. Got clothes that I wear for carving. Fucking boots. Got sawdust all over me. I didn't shower this morning. So I'm nasty. My point is I went in there. <clears throat> I didn't have a mask accessible. And I, I was doing dirty work today. Just fucking walked in there. So I'm telling you, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of, of, of the freaking pandemic. And yes, there are things that are odd and awkward. You know, you go out to eat. Well, you got to take your mask off to eat. You got to take your mask off to put something in your mouth. And so, okay, that's an appropriate time to take your show. There's all kinds of these little things. That, it just, it's not anybody's, we're just floundering. It's nobody's fault. You know, nothing anybody here can do about it. We didn't create the virus here in my community. We have to respond to it. I said earlier, you know, it's not the situation, but how you respond to it. Right? So, that's pretty cool. I like that philosophy. I, I subscribe to it. I'm just saying that everybody's got fatigue from this bullshit. Nobody wants to have to do anything, but there's a small but vocal percentage of the population that does not seem to want to get vaccinated. We got Aaron Rodgers from the friggin', you know, high-profile Green Bay Packers phenom quarterback who was hosting Jeopardy, guest hosting Jeopardy for a time. He told everybody he got vaccinated. He didn't get vaccinated. And he gets on there and explains that, oh, well, he's allergic to a couple things on the list. So he couldn't get a couple vaccines. And then, you know, he got some other, you know, homeopathic medicines or herbs or whatever he got. You know, he's not following what the scientific community suggests we need to do to protect other people. And ourselves, mind you. He's a high-profile guy. He's running around on a football field. He's in locker rooms. He's talking to the media. And he says he's vaccinated. He's unvaccinated. Now, so, layperson might say, well, it's none of your business. You know, but the layperson has to go to work. Aaron Rodgers has to go to work. He can join the rest of the, you know, uh, privileged, you know, Hollywood, high-profile community, professional athlete, where they have access to doctors and treatments that your average Joe Schmo does not. And that's just the way it is. But he lied. He said he was immunized and he wasn't. And the rest of us are trying to do the right thing. You know? As I've said before, we are part of a country, we live in a country that has so many freedoms. And that's a wonderful thing and it's a terrible thing sometimes because, you know, things are so good. They've been so good for so long that most of us really know nothing about hardship.
times of plenty. I read something the other day that said, you know, people, the economy's booming, but people are still complaining about it. And it's true. The economy's been booming. Things have been good, you know, considering that we had, oh, everybody had to shut down and lose, miss work and, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of shit. And hopefully, maybe there's a delay on that. And is that the other foot, other shoe going to drop now or what? I don't know. Certainly a crazy time. So Aaron Rodgers was unvaccinated, said he was vaccinated, he's doing all this shit, was, so therefore was not subject to the rules and regulations that unvaccinated people, didn't get the scrutiny, didn't get any feeling of that pain, because he lied. He lied. And now he's saying something about how well, he'd like to start a family soon, he doesn't know about that, you know, because he doesn't want to take any chances and... You know, it's a tough situation to be in. But the reality is this. All arguments aside, there's no way that the average person can possibly understand immunology. They don't. Okay? I teach the immune system. Okay? I understand things like T cells and B cells and plasma cells and antibodies. I understand that better than most, far better than most. I don't understand everything about immunology. You know? So you realize that you have to rely upon somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. And it's not the general public. Okay, so the general public might not want to be inconvenienced by this virus. They might want it to not want it to impact them, but it still is going to impact them. It is impacting them. But they don't want it to, and they're going to complain about it, and they're going to make trouble, and they're going to not get vaccinated to various reasons, and now the employers that previously could say, okay, well, you know, uh, they haven't, everybody's kind of like uh, waiting for some sort of accountability here. Now, people, some people that I know have been told that if they don't show proof of vaccination by January, they're out. They could lose their job. Or they might have to test every week to demonstrate that they are not carrying the virus. And look, I think that if the goal is to try to uh, purge our society of this and, and get to the point where, you know, COVID will always be a thing, probably for as long as, as, as we're alive... It's going to be something that is going to come in like a flu. It's going to be another another illness to deal with, and there will be flares of it and other disease processes, and we'll have to deal with it. But we don't want it to be... We, we want to calm it down, right? Everybody can agree that it would be a good thing if we didn't have to worry about COVID. 
your freedoms should not, my feelings are that your freedoms should be used and your rights should be used with discretion and with respect to other people and our society. I know that that sounds, maybe sound like uh, socialism, but it's just common sense. Like you need to stick together or you're not going to make it far. Just like my friends in Walking Dead, you know, they periodically will run as a group of people, men, women, children, old folks, and if they didn't work together, if they didn't try to solve this problem as a, a team, then the zombies would eat them, right? Or if the eagles don't work together and function well together as a team, they're going to lose another game. You know, they might not—they might not like each other. They might not, you know, be a hundred percent in terms of their health. They might not have the best players in every position. You know, the myriad things that they got going on. They still need to work together and they can win. Right? They work together, they can win. So we need to do the same fucking thing. So am I sensitive to people who have allergies or who are just scared or who are you know, want to conceive, sure, you know, people who were afraid that, you know, somebody had a bad uh, reaction to a shot, whatever, man, sure, I love everybody, I want everybody to be happy and healthy, but, you know, if that's the case, then we need to have we need to look out for everybody. We need to be sensitive to what other people have going on. So, of course... Talked to my grumpy old man the other day. Not my old man, thank goodness. This guy talked about, I mentioned him before. He always complained about the mask. He comes in, we're still wearing this? You gotta be kidding me. We're still wearing this. My doctor, I don't have to wear this when I go to see my doctors. Really? It's interesting. So I looked up, you know, just in a moment of like, hey, maybe, God, do I need to wear this? Is there some, you know, recommendation? Because last time I knew, right, we had to, the recommendation was that everybody goes back to masking. Every time I go to a restaurant, all the workers, all the servers are wearing masks. 
time I go to a doctor's office, staff, doctor are wearing masks. If I'm wearing a mask, you're wearing a fucking mask too. Right? It's weird though, again, because here I went into Lowe's this morning and got people just fucking walking around. They're just, they don't give a fuck. And also a big box store, you know, might have some extra space where you're not right on top of each other or something. I'm yielding to you, you fuckhead. Anyway, so I look online and CDC, sure as shit, says, CDC says, all healthcare establishments, everybody's wearing masks. So I'm not following how I feel. I'm following what the recommendation is based upon healthcare providers working in close proximity to people. That makes more sense to me than going off of how I feel or, you know, what I think my, how my patients might think about it trying to find a congruent message. This guy's saying the same old shit. There's no evidence that the masks help. Once again, do I, do I, am I under any illusions that masks are going to keep everything out? No. But when I'm talking, I'm spitting. My respiratory vapors are reaching you. Yours are reaching me. We're right in close proximity, so I think it's a reasonable thing to do. Okay? And at a time when somebody could be, especially people who would question the stuff, those are the ones you got to watch the most, right? Because they, they demonstrate that they're not willing to make a sacrifice to protect you. That sucks, right? You know, that somebody, it, it really, it conveys that to me. It's like, okay, this person is not going to look out for me. They're not willing to make the sacrifices necessary in order to keep, you know, in order for us to move beyond this shit. They don't even think this is real. It's from an old guy that I'm not even sure he wants to be around anymore. So negative about everything. But he says, oh, you're good though. I I tell you, I can't wait this much, this long anymore. For you to come in here to see you uh, help me, I'll wear a mask, but that's the only place I'll do it, because you're, you're really good with your hands, well, I appreciate that, but I don't understand why you don't just get, just shut up and say, okay, well, I don't like it, but it's worth the sacrifice for me to come see this doctor, wear a fucking face mask, and he's going back and forth, arguing, I mean, we had it out, who do you watch? You're, 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 you're Biden, you know, is doing this. He's, he, but believe what he's done. None of this stuff works. I, I had it already. I had the, I had the COVID already. And so I don't need to get vaccinated. Okay, well, that's not necessarily true. The data that I've seen on that suggests that, although having had COVID provides a degree of immunity it's for a period of time and it's not as strong it's for maybe six months alright six months not forever okay 
So a vaccine and a booster, it's like making sure your freaking fluid levels are, are up in your vehicle. You know? You got freaking coolant in your car? Wouldn't you like to check that? How about in the master cylinder? Want to make sure your brakes don't go out on you? What's your tire pressure like? You know, all these things that you can do to prevent breaking down. You do them, right? You see the logic in doing that? <clears throat> it's a shame that you even have to, you know, have these conversations with people. And I have them seldom. But this guy just, you know, he likes to talk about it. He likes, to, I think he just likes to come to argue with me. Again, he'll, he'll, make the, he'll make the mistake assuming that I am the other side of the argument. Like, you ever watch the Tucker Carlson? Like, well, I know enough to feel, to understand that Tucker Carlson inflames things and stretches the truth and is extremely partisan. Okay? Now, is there somebody that I listen to for my news? You know? Somebody specific, my little my little action hero, my little uh, source that is infallible? No. I take it all with a grain of salt. But I do, you know, in terms of newscasters, of course, because they're trying to get our attention, right? But the only thing that I cling to, the only hope, the only stock that I put in anything that is said is going to come from the scientific community. Where do I look? The CDC. The FDA. The people doing the research. Your doctor says, if you ask your doctor, hey, should I get vaccinated? Yes. That's the answer that they're going to give you. You know that Aaron Rodgers' healthcare provider is distancing himself from him. It's great to have Aaron Aaron Rodgers on your roster, right? Superstar quarterback. But if this is the way he's regarding his health, and I am the person charged with taking, or one of the people charged with taking care of him, and he's saying all these crazy things, yeah. You know, it's not, just so you know, that's not my recommendation, Aaron. So, find another doctor. You know, at some point in time, you know, going you know full circle with this now. At some point in time, do you not have to stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that we're not dealing with this a year from now, five years from now, that it's not going to take a shit on our society any longer than it has to, and that means that people are going to be called on the carpet. They're not going to like it. But if you're doing the right things, in other words, if you're if you're one of the few people that has a contraindication to vaccine, I mean, you've had a, a bad reaction before, you are severely allergenic, you know, you're, you're have an autoimmune, uh, funky autoimmune system that you feel is it's it's not not worth taking the risk of, of putting, you know, this vaccine in your body, 
In other words, if the risk doesn't outweigh the benefit, or the risk outweighs the benefit, rather, then don't do it. But there's a lot of people out there that are full of shit, okay? It's some political shit. Just fucking do it, okay? Everybody else has to do it. Just fucking do it. Make a sacrifice. What, are you going to get a little fucking sore spot in your arm? You're going to get a little fucking redness at the injection site? You're going to feel wiped out for a day? That's been the experience of so many. And the scientific community indicates that that is an indication that suggests that the vaccine is doing its job and your immune system is now on notice. A little bit of uncomfort, a little bit of discomfort for fucking hours or a couple days. That's what you're going to experience. This fucking guy, this old man talking about how you know, 15,000 people died or whatever of the vaccine. That's not what I've... I looked that up. There's nothing that to that effect. 15,000 people died. You know, nothing is perfect. Any sort of... You can, you can take... You know, one in every two million adjustments of the neck. Somebody could have an adverse reaction. Somebody could stroke out. These are the same people that they get their hair washed at the salon or they're painting or they're changing the oil in their car, their head's in a funky position. They could have a stroke. There's all kinds of things that occur and not all the time are they predictable. I mean, in life. Just saying, it's, it's extremely unlikely for there to be an adverse reaction with a chiropractic adjustment. It's extremely unlikely that you're going to have an adverse reaction to a vaccine. It's improbable. These guys in there arguing it like it's the word of God. You know, that it, I can't believe they're asking us to do this. I can't believe that, you know, Biden's going to, you know, you're going to lose more jobs. People, more people are going to be out of work because of Biden is making people do this. Don't you want to get out of this thing? Don't you want to emerge from this crazy ass time? There's so many examples of situations, you know, for every pandemic that there's ever been, there's been people who thumb their nose at it, only to be, to regret that shit when they get sick or they die or they die or they pass this on to somebody else. There's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of people saying, I'll never do this. It'll never make me get a vaccine. And then they die. Or... Somebody they care about dies. They pass this shit off. 
I use the analogy with this guy, he's a veteran. Hey, remember when you deploy and they would stick you like a pincushion? Oh, that's oh, different. Oh, that's, this is much different. How is it much different, man? This is wartime. Who are we fighting? The virus. This infinitesimal creature that most people couldn't draw. You know, couldn't do a little scribble and, and explain the basics of what a virus is or how it makes people sick. They don't get it. We haven't done the best job of informing them. There's been a lot of information out there, but people still just don't get it. It's an invisible enemy, a cloaked enemy that we, it's not large enough for us to shoot or punch or blow up or whatever. So because there's nothing for us to lash out against, we lash out against one another. It's fucking dumb, man. So what do I think about the, the vaccine mandate? I think you fucking, if you did the right thing, then you got nothing to worry about. You know, if you're one of the people who's opting out of the vaccine or trying to get waivers on it or whatever, you better either have a fucking, a real medical reason why not to get it or be prepared to lose your job. Bunch of bullshit. Get the fucking shot. 